0: Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Listen, you gotta get me out of the show. Wrong and Wronger is a disaster. Breakwell is a mess. Uh, The guy is just, he's out of control. Yeah, Marnie, you're my agent. What do I pay you for? You got, I, yes, I know. We got eight listeners now. Fine. That's more than most podcasts. But uh, you know what? Listen, we're about to record. Let me just get him off mute. You want to see how bad it is? I know you don't listen to the show, but stick around. Stick around for a minute. Just pay attention. Listen to the topic that he picked for us, too. All right, hold on. Here we, all right, you ready? All right, I'm just going to keep you on hold here. Hang on. All right, <clears throat> three, two, one. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Wrong and Wronger. <laughs> I am the co-host that you're all in love with, Steve Olivas, and he over there—one of my best friends in the world, <laughs> James Breakwell. There's no place I'd rather be. James, how are
1: you doing tonight, man? I am doing spectacular and not insulted at all—not not one little bit. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what you're talking about. I only speak very highly about you when you're not around. <laughs> of course. Well, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time stumbling upon the podcast, you probably could not be more delighted than to see what you're seeing so far. <laughs> and it only gets better from here. This is the podcast where we argue about topics that mean nothing to nobody, but everything to everybody. And today, we have a seasonally appropriate topic, as is my hat, by the way. I'll mention that in a second. But James, what are we going to argue about today? We
1: are going to argue gloves versus mittens.
0: Gloves versus mittens. And James, you know I always send you a picture of me before the show. And you were very loving in your feedback that you gave with this one. What did
1: I say? I I, I, I had to buy this. (laughs) You had to buy it for this podcast? Did you buy it just for this podcast?
0: No, I bought it because I was in Maine and it was freaking bitter cold (laughs) and I didn't have a winter hat.
1: Okay, full disclosure here, there's nothing up there worth keeping warm. If you had frostbite on your whole head, nothing of value would be lost.
0: Well, I'm in Boston right now, so it's a little bit warmer, but look at, I, I got the hat for the show. How fabulous is that working out?
1: <laughs> it is, uh, I hope I hope you die of head sweat. Uh, this is just coming to come gushing down. you would be like one of those Nazis in Raiders of the Lost Ark. is just going to melt. <laughs>
0: I'll be like
1: Albert Brooks in Broadcast News. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to take your word for it on that one. <laughs> Wow. Any any reference I make one. you you gotta go twenty years God. earlier. This is this is this is your one upmanship, is like Holly your one Hunter, backwardship. John
0: Hurt, Albert Brooks. I
1: right. okay
0: <laughs> <All> <laughs> right, well. go for it. <laughs> I can tell. At least we didn't stumble coming out of the starting blocks not this time. At we waited all. until we were about 50 <laughs> yards into the run.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, my wife actually just left Boston. I'm actually working on my email tonight about what I did when she was away and abandoned with me with all my children and pigs. So it seems like she cleared out of that city just in time. Wow. Yeah. So she didn't want to see a little Dr. Steve while she was up here? No, she does not want to see you in Boston or any other city. She's made that abundantly clear. <laughs>
0: Well, we always argue in a very vehement kind of way, as if we're the last monkey on the ark and it's starting to rain, but we always begin with compliments. Yes. And James, given the fact that I beat you this week in the poll, (laughs) I would imagine that you want to be more deferent than ever toward me, because you want to be on the side of the victor. You want to be in my good graces.
1: Well, actually, somebody said that you didn't compliment me last week. Is, is this true? I didn't. I saw that, but they were wrong. They were what? Somebody commenting on wrong and wronger was wrong? I don't believe it. <laughs> well,
0: if you remember, somebody also said that Olivas doesn't talk enough on the show. Well, I, I
1: definitely did not read that comment. It had to be left by <laughs> you. <laughs> Would say that? Why would you say that? Yeah, so so uh, you, I, I, won on Twitter, which is the only place that should matter. But apparently, my Facebook users just hate me, hate me because they voted for you, like sixty-eight percent to to thirty-two. It was crazy. <laughs> So, I would like to compliment- Why compl- does it have to- What? I was going to compliment oh, you, go please go ahead and interrupt me, and I will just not compliment you this week. I would be more than happy to keep well, this Why do they have to
0: hate you? Why not
1: just that they love them a little bit, little slice of Steve? Because I'm looking for a rational explanation here. Occam's Razor, and the, the amount of convoluted <laughs> mental gymnastics you have to do to conclude that le- they like you. I mean, I, you can't convince me that would ever be true. You could convince me there was an elf living in my closet before you convinced me that people on the internet like you. But, that being said, I would like to compliment yeah. you for being so good at misleading my diehard followers. You don't have logic, you don't have charisma, you don't have the looks, but somehow you overcame all of that and won the poll on Facebook. So, so good for you, I guess. <laughs> You're the scrappy underdog
0: it was enough to propel me to an overall victory i yes. muscled right through your twitter
1: victory for an overall win <coughs> you did it was it was shocking and disheartening and i might be done with the internet all <laughs> forever
0: <laughs> i can't see it any other way and i never see the facebook polls so in my mind all of these weeks that you've been telling me you won but didn't actually look must mean that i
1: won well, no, I actually, this, so I check every week, but this week I really, really checked. Which, by the way, is something I want to bring up, but i was gonna wait till after your compliment maybe i should bring it up now we need a wrong and wronger scorekeeper or team of scorekeepers since steve is so likely to cheat and lie about the results and since i eventually delete the poll since they clog up my timeline and since we can't remember from one week to the next what happened i need somebody to tell us who won and keep a running toll at, uh, tally so we we know lifetime wise now we didn't have these polls going all the way back to the beginning and I think a lot of them have been deleted, so the only way to know would be like context clues for some of the early ones. And then the penalty videos, but there was a few times where I did a penalty video and actually won, I mean, it's chaos. So we might have to just start over at zero, zero. But we need somebody out there to keep us honest, because Steve is a dirty trickster and cannot be trusted in any context. So step up to the plate, listeners, all eight of you, keep track of this on your own. <laughs> Steve doesn't have to be a trickster because he has truth on his side. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Brakewell,
0: on the other hand, he'll bend it like Beckham. <coughs> the statistics. Well, my compliment to you has nothing to do with... Oh, dadgum. I could be dead soon. <laughs> You're going
1: to cough on your words. <laughs> Gosh. Choke to Breakwell death on this compliment. Way again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but we could be, like, live broadcasting my death. That would give us ratings, wouldn't if it? If
1: this podcast were live. But who's going to send me your file, Steve? Who's going to send it to me if you die? <laughs>
0: capture your reaction to me going through the agonizing death process. And I imagine you'd be aghast
1: and horrified, this is, James. This is, this is my mourning face right here. This is me sad and just <laughs> torn up by grief. Well,
0: I want to compliment you, James. And this goes back to a text that you sent me in a rather curt fashion yesterday (laughs) when I said, hey, I'm marooned in Boston. Let's record tonight. And you said, no, I got date night with my wife. And I said, well, what could be a better date night than listening to my mellifluous sexy voice? And you said, she's prettier. And that was the last (laughs) you ever texted me.
1: I thought, I thought it summed up my feelings pretty well. <laughs> I could not imagine anything that would kill date night like like talking to you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a night ender. That's a marriage ender right there. It's like, hey, honey, remember this night we set aside just for us? We're going to bring this strange guy in Boston <laughs> into it. Don't worry. This will end well.
0: So I want to compliment you on finding a girl and marrying a girl who is prettier than me.
1: Because that's a hard task. <laughs> that was the easiest search ever. It's literally any woman <laughs> and most of the men on Earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why did you have to
1: add that? Why, why do you hurt me? Because we got to be factually accurate. That's what we're here for. We're delivering <coughs> truth to the people. And speaking of truth, we wow. need we need the quarter of truth and light and justice Day to come out here. And direct the Guam us. Quarter
0: of Fate does travel with me. Yes. I do have it, and I am sick with Guam Quarters right now, James. You understand?
1: Did you open that role to see if they were all Guam Quarters?
0: No, I didn't. <sighs> I was only home for like 12 minutes after we recorded the last podcast, and then I got on a plane and went to Burlington, Vermont.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you're, your wife and let you I stay brought... in the house for 12 minutes. That's a record.
0: <laughs> Since October 31st, I've slept in a house two nights. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Compliments for your uh, wife for agreeing see. on that, get, getting you to buy a new house <laughs> that she'll never sleep in. <laughs> most, most people have to get divorced for a perk like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. She gets all of my money and a house all to her Man,
1: own. she's a smart lady. Uh, <laughs> all right.
0: Well, what will the two sides of the quarter represent for you, James right. Breakwell? Heads,
1: I'm arguing gloves. Tails, I'm arguing mittens.
0: Heads as glove, tails as mittens. Yes. Quarter is up, it is down, and it is... It is (coughs) tails. You are arguing... I could be dead within the minute. You're arguing... I think mittens. I don't even remember anymore.
1: I am arguing mittens, which is good because I have small children and small children need mittens because gloves, they let you move your fingers around, but they don't keep you as warm because your fingers are all separated. They have the warmth compartmentalized. With mittens, your fingers are together. They stay a lot warmer. When you're small and playing outside, it's the only way to go. And you want to try to take a three-year-old and get her fingers into ten separate slots? It is never, ever, ever going to happen. You would never leave the house. You'd be sit- stuck there all day trying to get those fingers in there. And as soon as you get them in there, the glove's going to come right back off anywhere. But mittens, mittens allow our children to survive with all of their fingers intact, and it's warmer, more practical. They don't have any work to do outside. You don't put on gloves until you're an adult, and you don't need to be as warm. You have to go outside and shovel and do all these boring adult things when you're young and happy and full of joy. You wear mittens. Mittens are superior to gloves, and that's all there is to it.
0: Yeah, but then you turn nine, and life (laughs) changes for you. Maybe not you, James, but for the rest of the world. Uh, By the way, mittens aren't necessarily the answer to how do you keep your entire hand warm for the duration of your outdoor activity. Because I find even when I wore and still sometimes wear mittens, I still make a fist sometimes in the mitten because my fingers are still kind of cold. Like, even with that pocket of warm air in there, it can't muscle through some of the brutal Indiana winters that you've got to go through. So everything you just said is invalid, and part of (laughs) it was a lie anyway. So (laughs) Good to know. James, I just... Two words for you, dexterity. Write it out, you'll see. Dexterity, <laughs> when you have gloves, you can do things with your fingers. Now, you can't play flamenco guitar, obviously, but you can operate a set of keys. You can work out finding something in your pockets. Like, gloves allow you the flexibility to do stuff with your hand and treat it as a hand and not like a stump on the end of your arm. Gloves are a little classier, too. Gloves come in different uh, different, uh what, are, what they're made out of. They can come in like leather and you can have nice gloves with a good jacket and you can go out with a scarf and a, like you do on date night when you go to galas <laughs> and things that you rich people do. Gloves allow you to do that. Uh, you can take gloves off and tap someone in both cheeks with them if you want to start a duel and you say things like, <laughs> good day, sir. Like Gloves give you that flexibility. Mittens are floppy and they, they just look like they're something that kids need to have like uh, sewn to the end of their sleeves on their jacket or their snowmobile suit. <laughs> so, Gloves is the way to go if you're a grown-up and have stuff to do in life. Mittens are for when you have nothing to do and you're just laying around on a snow pile. That's my
1: argument. I'm going to agree with you there. There are two periods of life. There the, There is the mittens period, and there's the glove period. And the mittens period yeah. is when you're young and full of life and energy, and it's worth waking up in the morning. And gloves are for when you're dead inside and have to go and scrape the car <laughs> to get to a job you hate so you can work and give all your money for a house you don't even live in. That's what gloves are for. It's for after you're done. I am oh going to focus God. on the part of life that's worth living. when you you are young and full of inspiration, where snow means joy, it means opportunity, it means a new white world just out there blindingly bright that you can go and walk through and color as you see fit with all of your, the, your imagination. <clears throat> And then you have gloves, so what can you do? You can shovel, you can push a snowblower. That's about it. And then you're gonna go inside because you're cold because they can't keep you warm enough, warm enough for those long extended play sessions. Extended sessions need mittens. And as far as balling your hands up into fists inside the mittens, I mean, you've got old man circulation. What do you expect? You're lucky you even have your fingers still and they haven't been amputated for the gout. I mean, it's you're falling apart, Steve. You're dying on air. I don't know what you expect from me. But I'm over here with young kids who are all fired up and excited for life and they're wearing mittens and that's where it's at and I'm jealous. I wish I could get some adult-sized mittens and go back to that period of my life. So why are you trying to force sadness on me, Steve? Can't you just let me be happy?
0: James, you probably still wear pajamas with footies in them too (laughs) and that rear end, that button's open so that you can take a dump every once in a while. First of all, why do you got to get personal with me in this whole not having a house to go back to? But even insofar as that, there's a lot you can do with gloves. You can ski with gloves. You don't ski with mittens, you ski with gloves. I realize the tallest mountain in Indiana is five feet above sea level, so you may have never gone downhill skiing, but... Glove technology has advanced past whatever you've got out there in rural Indiana where you wrap your hands with pages from the Sears catalog. (laughs) Now gloves can do everything that you need them to do. You can go snowmobiling. You can go skiing. You can have a snowball fight. Can you make snowballs and throw them with a mitten? No. The mitten comes right off with the snowball and sails across the schoolyard and hits somebody in the head. The the glove is going to stay on because it grips each one of your fingers in a loving and tender hug. So gloves are the way to go. Even for Grown-ups, kids to adults, there's only one answer, and that word is
1: Yaveg, love. (laughs) Okay, so I think we've pretty much decided this one. You have no idea what you're talking about. You you clearly can make... A snowball with mittens. I mean, otherwise, there'd be no snowball fights. Snowball fights aren't the province of adults. They're of kids. Kids throwing <laughs> snowballs. The, the mittens going... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Back and forth on your hand. Like, you can't throw with that
0: thing. It'll slap you in the back of the head on your back. I swing. will tell you what.
1: The next time it snows, you come up here to Indiana. I'll find myself some adult-sized mittens. And I will beam you with some snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> that will that will disuse you of this uh, of this false notion. But I need to, I need to roll the <sighs> dice so that my Facebook voters can redeem themselves yes i'm looking <laughs> to the the 40 of you who watch on facebook i need you to get the voting right this week <laughs> so
0: you hit me with a snowball in your men i will give you a little signal back with one of the fingers of my glove that is
1: you know exactly <laughs> what i think all right so if you want to vote for me and mittens and the joys of childhood vote for 64 you want to vote for Steve and poor circulation and finger amputation, vote for 28. And if you want to throw your vote away for a random option, vote for 36. And now for that one confused listener who wanted to hear you talk more, the floor is yours, Steve. Close us out.
0: Wow! Well, I'm sure that all of you are delighted to have spent this time with us today. And you're going to agree that gloves are ultimately what you have in your glove box. They name a whole compartment in the car after a glove, for God's sake. But vote for Steve, and we need one super fan to come through and say, Yes, I shall be the scribe. I shall be the one who passes down your statistics to future
1: generations. Are you that person? by the right. way, unpaid position by the way you only get our our gratitude James it's called an internship
0: all okay. right? you gotta get the verbiage <laughs> right we gotta draw a certain quality of person here alright well what do you think go to Facebook and go to Twitter Breakwell has those I retweet Breakwell's polls so you can vote watch us on YouTube if you're not watching and listen on SoundCloud or iTunes or Podcast Addict or Spotify we need more of you to pile on to
1: Spotify <laughs> <Please>. <laughs>
0: I mean, we've got three already. What more Ooh. do we need? So until next week, this is Steve Olivas, the one that all of you flock to see, and he's James, the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, the ones that you just kind of grit your teeth and muscle through. Until next week, Steve Olivas for James Breakwell, saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and remember, as Breakwell tells me to say every week, two wrongs can make a right.